His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Ivy lives in Athens, Georgia. She and her younger brother and sister have been in foster care for three years. Her foster parents, Paige and Daniel, they worked really hard to make her feel welcome and loved. They decorated her room for her. They painted it pink and like made it just fit for a princess. That's awesome. So when she arrived in their home, it would be as smooth of a transition as possible. And it really worked. God was so amazing. The first night she moved in, she asked if she could call her foster parents mom and dad. And the second day, she asked if she could stay forever. And after three years, her dream came true. Her foster parents shared the news with her just the other day. I want you to read it. I'm going to be adopted? Oh, isn't that so precious? She starts crying. And I'm crying. Paige and Daniel, they had ended up adopting all three of the siblings. And they really hope that their story will encourage more people to become foster parents. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just tugs on the heartstrings, doesn't it? That is so cool. That is so neat they did that. Mm. How did they actually do it? They just had a box and she opened it and read the message inside. And that is it was so the sweet. News that she had wanted for her so long. forever home. Yes. That is so good. Mm-hmm. Fostering is so rewarding. We did it in our family. And oh my word, it has its ups, it has its downs, but those children need somebody. And that's a family that did that. Mm. What a beautiful little girl. Yeah, I think she seems happy about it. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah. She's so moved to tears. And how old is she? 10. 10 years old and has her forever home. What a great family. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Try it, buy it, what should you do? Why not ask his morning crew? It's a crew review. It's a crew review. It's a crew review. Dear his morning crew, I've been looking into prebiotic foods for my new journey of health, but I don't see as many options for prebiotic foods as there are for probiotic. Any suggestions you can suggest? Sandy from Seneca. Sandy and Seneca, we do have a new product we want to try out. It's called a Rowdy Bar. Kind of a funny name, but it's gut-supporting prebiotic superfood, and it features the, I don't know how to pronounce this exactly, yacone root? Sure. Yacone root? Oh, that was horrible. Mm. It's a species of perennial daisy. I bet you guys didn't know that. Oh, yeah. We know our, we know our prebiotics very well. <laughs> It's a very special ingredient that's found in these rowdy bars. Our special ingredient is yacon root that is loaded with prebiotics to give you that added health benefit. I'm excited to bring rowdy bars to the market because there's not a lot of options for prebiotics out there. This is an easy way to get prebiotics in a bar that tastes great. All right, so I've got two flavors. Which one do you guys want? Chocolate, coconut, cashew, or sunflower, butter, and berries? Oh, boy. I know which one I want, but you pick Jim first. Uh, I'll take the one with chocolate in it. There you go. Okay. I'm going to have the earthy one. <laughs> That's the one you wanted, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Like well, this, this sunflower butter and berries, I think, is their newest flavor. But these are gluten-free, dairy-free, non-GMO. They are paleo-friendly, which is uh, why we are trying them, because, of course, our friend Jim Hi. is trying to be paleo. Uh, but the yacone root regulates blood sugar levels. It can help with weight loss, lower blood pressure, prevent certain types of cancer, boost digestive health. What do you and think? Stick to your teeth. Stick to your teeth. I <laughs> know. Just like a Hershey bar. Okay, not really. No, you mean the taste of it? Because you have chocolate? No, it doesn't taste like okay, it. Okay, Allison, what do you think? It's good. Good? 
Mine's I like sticky. It. Although I got what some sunflower buttery thingy. So <laughs> yeah, that's the same one I have. That's what you did, PZ. Uh-huh. Very strong berry flavor in it. Mm-hmm. It tastes do? sort of healthy, but sort of good too. A sort of good healthy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. With these rowdy bars. I like with, it. Uh, Jim? The prebiotic thing that helps your gut. Are you a fan? Thumbs up, yeah. All right. I'm feeling rowdy. <laughs> I'm sure you are. I can barely talk now because it's all sticky. <laughs> I'm going to go brush my teeth. All right, well, I'll talk for you. I think we're all giving it a thumbs up, right? I'm sure. <laughs> it works for me. It's his morning flu. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. My husband and I were celebrating our anniversary with a nice dinner out, and we sat out on the patio of this restaurant. It's just a beautiful evening, and we like to people watch. You know, there's a park nearby, and you can see a lot of people out and about. And so I see this couple walk by, and then and I'm kind of watching them because they're cute. They're young. They're holding hands. And I see the guy pull a piece of paper out of his coat pocket. He's like dressed up and he was doing it really discreetly and I was like something's going on here so I grab my phone and I start recording and turns out he was proposing. No. And it happens in a spot where I can watch it and then I spot a photographer like he had lined up a photographer to be there and I see the photographer like hiding in the bushes like taking pictures of this as it's happening and of course I made like a big reaction. Oh, I'm gonna cry. She yes. said yes. Because so he like got down on his knee for like two seconds. He must have been just so nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets back up and they hug. And then like a few minutes later, they walk back in front of the patio of this restaurant we're sitting and I cheer. And then I realize the rest of the restaurant probably wasn't watching. Like didn't know what was going on. And so I'm like making a scene. And then my husband's like, be quiet. <laughs> So I posted this on my Instagram, and this is the craziest thing. It turns out this couple goes to my church. You're kidding me. No, I didn't even know that. So I get a message from someone, and this lady was like, oh, my gosh, this is my babysitter. Um, Can you text me this video because I want to show it to the couple? And so I did, and Uh so they ended up seeing it, and they didn't have any other video of it. So, like... They Outside really of the excited. guy in the bushes. Yeah, well, that was the <laughs> photographer. He was taking still shots. Okay. So I got the video, and they got my awesome commentary of the whole yeah. thing. Her husband, I don't know if you hear him. I, I want to see if we can hear your husband. Okay, there's the photographer. You're going to you're gonna have to fast forward a little bit on that. Here we go. Oh. But he counts down. He goes, three, two, one. As he was going down on his knee and just nailed it. It's so cool. Well, you know, and we were celebrating our 11th anniversary, so nothing exciting happens to us anymore. So this was really cool. That was like... the excitement. <laughs> yeah. you got to watch Allie. I'm telling you, if you're out and you're doing something, she's going to video you. Oh, yeah. On her phone. No, there's no privacy. You know, it makes me think, too, those special moments that you just kind of went up upon. You know, like Allie was just there, and there's this special moment, and she captures it. So what special moment did you happen to catch one time? Maybe even videoed it and put it on your Instagram like Allie does. 800-447-7234. You can join in the conversation. 800-447-7234. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Kelly is here. So what about you, Kelly? What happened? What did you witness that special moment? This weekend, I was on the beach with my family, and I was watching this man 
man and he was just holding his girlfriend's hands and he was looking at her and I told my son I was like he's about to propose to her and I walked by and I just was like I had to take a picture and I took a picture of it from far away and they had no one there to capture it so once they were done celebrating I walked up and said I took a picture can I send it to you and he was like oh my goodness thank you so much oh, oh that's the best it was awesome. My husband's looking at me like, what are you doing? And I was like, I have to take a picture. They're getting married. Oh, <laughs> the proposal on the beach. She's like, she had a sixth sense about this. Like, she just knew it was going to happen. You oh, know, you did that, too. Yeah. I, but I saw the clue. You know, he pulled that piece of paper out. I knew that was his, mm-hmm. his profession of love. And she even said there was a <laughs> photographer hiding in bushes. Yeah. It's like, what's that going on over there? Well, what about you? It does doesn't have to be a proposal. Maybe you found something different that you all of a sudden you just walked up on and said, no way. I'm witnessing this in front of my eyes. Never in my life did I think. So what about you? 800-447-7234. It's his morning crew. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I was getting a pair of running shoes one time, and I, this is the first pair of running shoes I ever got. So the guy said, okay, put them on, go for a run. Let me know how you think about it. So I went for two miles and I came back and there were police all over the, the uh, parking lot. There must have been five cars, and I'm thinking something went wrong. Maybe they thought I stole the shoes. (laughs) I better go in and do something about this. So I go in, and I look around, and the guy who runs the store, his name is Jeff. The police were there presenting him a plaque for training them to do their marathon. And they were so grateful for that. Oh, sweet. That is not how I thought that story was going to turn out. Yeah, no, no. They locked me up and put me in jail for lifting the shoes (laughs) and running with them. (laughs) That was so cool to watch and see. And then from then, I bought a ton of running shoes from that store. So you went for a two-mile run just to try them out? I usually just go around the parking lot. No, he said, go for a run. Tell me what you think about it. So I did go for two miles. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, and I didn't get arrested either. (laughs) So what did you witness at one time? You just all of a sudden, you stumbled on something like, this is a cool moment. Maybe you even caught it on video. 800-447-7234. Yeah, Aaron gave us a text that I caught our foster son mowing the grass alongside our son yesterday. They have the sweetest bond. Oh, that's cool. She sent a little picture of them out in the grass. Little, Little fella with a pretend lawnmower next to the real one. Don't you love it when our kids do that? (laughs) April texted as well. She says, my moment I walked in on was the birth of my niece. I went in to see my sister before she delivered, and as I walked in, the doctor said, come in or go out. We're about to deliver a baby. (laughs) So I went in and shut the door and watched my niece being born. We have an amazing bond. Oh, that's so cool. Pam's along with us. What did you witness, Pam? I saw a wedding renewal of vowels at the beach this, this summer. Me and my sister went for our birthday weekend, and I was standing on the balcony early in the morning looking out at the beach and there was a bridal party getting ready and I thought oh they're getting married so I was taking pictures because nobody else was and as they were leaving the area where they had gathered and walking out to the beach I snapped a few and went up to them later and said something and they said well we're renewing our vows so I sent them their pictures to their phones as well. Oh good for you that's so sweet. What made you want to take that extra step and send those photos to that couple? I didn't see anyone else taking pictures. Of course, I was kind of far away. The building I was at to the beach area, there was, uh, you know, some things in between us. And so I just wanted to make sure that they got the pictures if no one else took them. And you did that. How cool. Very thoughtful. I'm sure they appreciated it. Airdrop it when you need to, huh? 800-447-7234. Joining the conversation. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. When you think of squirrels, what comes to mind? My little boy going, squill, squill. 
Okay. Okay, that was one thing. The other thing would be pizza. Wait. I'm not following. Okay, you. fine. When you think of pizza, you think of squirrels. They just go hand in hand. Sure they do. Yeah, they do. Okay. Well, I was at Manhattan Beach in California the other day, and there was this squirrel just sitting on one of the uh, little chairs by the pool eating pizza. See? Nice. See what I'm saying? Okay. They always go together. Actually, okay, I wasn't there. <laughs> I know you guys believe me all the time. But this is just a, a video I saw on that internet thing. And uh, it's going crazy. Simple things go crazy these days, I've noticed. Because it's just a video of a squirrel on the back of a chair eating pizza. And nice. it just went nuts. Cute, though. Went nuts. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was a non-paying guest, so he's probably in trouble right now. Mm -hmm. He's going viral. He's but... sitting in jail somewhere because he stole a slice of pizza? Mm -hmm. okay. I'm a little concerned about the health habits of squirrels because I recall you talking about a squirrel that ate a donut. Mm -hmm. Remember oh, that right. squirrel that stole the donut? I personally have seen squirrels eating french fries and a croissant. Well, they, they're very hyper, so they work these things off. They like carbs. Yeah, and when they're not, when you're not watching them, they're eating vegetables and stuff. That's what we need to see. Can okay. you get a video of I squirrel will. eating yeah. broccoli or celery? I will follow celery? them into the little houses where <laughs> they eat the uh, vegetables. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Deland McClello. You probably know him because he is the Kansas City Chiefs running back coach. If you're in the NFL, you know who that coach is. Well, he had the recent opportunity to catch up with his, get this, birth mom. He's adopted ever since he was six weeks old. She was 16 years old at the time, so as you can imagine, she put him up for adoption. She never had any kids after that, so he had the opportunity to have a conversation with his mom. And in that mom, he uh, that conversation with his mom, he asked about his birth dad. Your dad is a man named Sherman Smith. And when she said that, I mean, it was... I almost fell out, fell out, almost like passed out. And uh, I could kind of hear him choke up a little. And he says, well, I've known Sherman my whole life. I, it's like I couldn't even hear anything she was saying because I'm still processing your dad is, is a guy by the name of Sherman Smith. I knew exactly who, what. I'm like, this is unbelievable to me, you know. That was from ESPN's E60 program, talking about his story. See, Sherman Smith was the running back coach at the time for Miami of Ohio. And um, he's the one who recruited uh, DeLand, had him on the team, and was his mentor. And they've known each other for 28 years. They've been that close. He had no idea that the man that was his mentor, Sherman Smith, was his biological dad. Oh my goodness. What are the odds? I, I mean, know, come right? On. God's fingerprints are all over this. Man. Crazy. I wonder what Sherman's reaction was, though, when he found out he was this guy's dad. He's like, whoa. I mean, and so they just had a big family reunion, mm. and it was just so beautiful. And he met all these people that were his family that he had no idea from his mentor. Huh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I was going to ask that Sherman knew that was his son. No, he didn't. He didn't at all. Had no idea that was his son because crazy. he didn't know. He had no idea. Man. That's well, a crazy they story. They have so many similarities. I mean, they're, they they kind of look alike, but also the football, the passion for football, you know? And running backs, because <laughs> yeah. when Sherman was in the NFL, he was a running back, and he was a running back coach. Hmm. Man, so there's stories behind the games. I didn't realize that. <laughs>
Everybody has a story, Jim. I'm going to start looking into this. Yeah, let's look into your own story. Because even Jim has a story. Yeah, I do? Yeah, what is it? I'm not sure yet. (laughs) Rob, Allison, and Jim. Your mistakes don't define you. Work hard, dream big. Real girls aren't perfect. Perfect girls aren't real. Those positive statements are found in a very unlikely place. But they're very motivational, aren't they? They're on the bathroom stall doors at Warren Middle School. Okay. I'm guessing you haven't seen them, Jim. Uh, is this the girls' room? <laughs> no, yeah, I have not. Good thing he's not spending time in there. <laughs> well, the middle school has a new principal, and he is encouraging an atmosphere of kindness and positivity. So teachers came in during their off time and very artfully painted positive messages on the stall doors of the bathrooms. It was just a good time. It didn't feel like work. It didn't feel like we'd been in here for eight hours on a dirty bathroom floor. And the outcome is really pretty. I mean, they did a great job with these paintings. And I know you guys probably don't know this about preteen girls, but (laughs) when anything is going wrong, when you hear a rumor about you or someone hurts your feelings, where do you run? To the restroom. The bathroom. Uh And so that's the concept about this is that they'll go to the bathroom and they'll see these encouraging messages and they'll feel better about themselves. And they'll be able to like overcome these common middle school problems just by going to the bathroom. Oh, that was a just by going to the bathroom. <laughs> that was a good way to to, to help out like that. Yeah. It's and they literally creative. painted all of the door of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. They just didn't when you were first talking about this, I thought, what somebody do graffiti inside there and just kind of mark it up with a magic marker or something? But no, they went all out. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Very well done. You can tell these teachers spent a lot of time on it and put a lot of creativity into it. All right, what about the boys? I think they got a couple, too. You sure? But boys don't run to the bathroom when they're upset, do they? Well, Jim does. Yes. More than just pretty voices. I found this very funny thing on Facebook. Okay, what is it? It's kind of making fun of the South. We, we live in the South. I don't know if you're aware of that, but uh, the, it's good to make fun of yourself. Northerners shouldn't do this, but when you, you make fun of yourself, that's different, right? Oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yes, okay. Well, anyway, they're kind of making fun of, uh, well, it's like a traffic jam. They're okay. In, and you got a couple saying, hey, you know, what do you think the problem is? Probably an accident and stuff like that. You know, you can't see this long line of cars. You don't know what's happening up there. So you, you picture the worst. Well, pretty much, Miss Barb was involved. And here's what it was. Must be pretty serious, like a five-car pileup or something. So how's the family doing? They're good. They're good. Oh, wait, let me think. Katie Ann, she's in like fourth grade now? Fourth grade, yes, ma'am. Oh, my gosh. Is she still taking tap dancing? She's doing that dancing, yeah. Oh, my. Can you see anything? (laughs) (laughs) Then I heard she was doing gymnastics. Keeping us busy. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay, so if if I get this right... There, there's this lady's asking a bunch of questions up front on a single lane highway or something like that. <laughs> yeah, she's standing outside of the car. She's just like, you know, a pedestrian. Somewhere. Okay. Maybe her yard. I'm not sure, but talking to some guy, just catching up. He's in the car, so he stops because he's talking to and her. And a pile of cars behind. Yeah, him. and everyone's okay. stopping. And then when these people who are saying, "What do you think is going on up there?" When they come up there, they see her and they like roll down the window and have to wave because it's Miss Barb. Apparently, she's like the talking person 
the, I don't want to say gossip. Just someone who talks mm-hmm. a lot. A conversationalist. She's friendly. She's very friendly. And that's how it is in the South. People Wait. are friendly. They like to talk. But then I'd be the person back there honking, like, yes. what's going on? Oh, you're from the North, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. She Midwest. is. Iowa is the North. <laughs> very much well, so. kind of, yeah. Have you guys ever been driving no. and, like... <laughs> Taking a left turn and the person's like not going, and you laid on the horn and then realize like someone really slow is going the crosswalk in a wheelchair. Yeah. Allison, oh, it's the worst. Mm-hmm. You feel so bad. I mean, I just I'm not saying it's happened to me. <laughs> sure, it hasn't. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. One thing you don't want to worry about is how safe your home is going to be when you leave, right? So if you have the Echo Dot, you know that Alexa thing, mm-hmm. they have this skill. That sounds like there's people in your home when you're gone. So when somebody walks up to your home, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Somebody's there. I'm going to leave and not break in. Ah, I like yeah. it. Sneaky. Yeah, it's called the away mode. That's the skill. Away mode. And here how here's a little demonstration of it. Welcome to away mode, a voice-powered home protection skill to deter unwanted visitors. In five seconds, I will start playing a random extended audio track that will make it sound like someone insufferable is home. Just say next for a different track. Initiating track. Book club meeting where everything except the book is discussed. I swear, the girl doing my hair is trying to make me match my golden retriever. You do have that golden So you hear that in the background when you walk up to the house. And it's the next. Yeah, and it sounds like there's somebody at the house. And it's an annoying conversation that you don't want to be a part oh, of. Oh, yeah. You're like, I want to get out of here. If that happens, I tried the uh, mode. Uh-huh. I tried the skill. I couldn't turn it off. Oh. I kept saying, Alexa, stop. Stop. Alexa, stop. And it would not stop. It Is made me leave. Is that part of the thing? So no. that a burglar can't <laughs> no, do that? I, you know, I didn't think of that. <laughs> Maybe. It kept me out of your house. I tried to get in there and I heard people. Yeah, well, that was actually us. Oh. We never go anywhere. That's true. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Rob, you surf on a regular basis, right? Every day. Every chance I have, I'm going out this afternoon, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you should see the Atlantic right now. Catching some waves. Mm -hmm. And Allison, I know you also are a surfer. Uh, yep. Okay, good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And we all have that in common. We have our families going out. I mean, Hurricane Floyd's coming in. The surf is all up. Oh, yeah. You're the one I see in the news all the time, catching the waves while they're yelling at you, come on in. Yeah, that's me. Okay, well, you probably know Quinn Caspar. He also is a surfer, dude. Oh, yeah, we're besties. He surfs the Wedge. The Wedge. That's at Newport Beach, uh, California. Oh, yeah, the Wedge is amazing. Yeah, it's known for, like, having waves up to 30 feet high. Mm -hmm. 30 feet. But he, um, he's a regular there, but... He's a little unconventional in the fact that he he uh, surfs on a air mattress. Oh, the best yet. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? We're talking an air mattress. The kind you go to Walmart and pick up when guests come in. And sleep on. Yeah. Why does he do this? You know what? So we could talk about him, I think. Because mm. he's been doing this when you go to his uh, Instagram page, stuff like that. He's been doing this for a couple of years now, so he's been practicing. I love this. I love when people, like go against the grain and instead of spending thousands of dollars on a fancy surfboard he goes to walmart and gets an air match it's like the guy that runs marathons in crocs yeah right (laughs) it's the same guy (laughs) it probably is so he's wearing his crocs Uh on an air mattress (laughs) surfing at the wedge and we're talking about him yeah it's all coming together yep 
If, it's, if you want to do something, do it. Don't let anything stop you, right? Mm-hmm. So go get your Crocs and air mattress and have at it. <laughs> That's right. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You know all these lip sync challenges that are yeah, fine on the internet? There's a ton of those things, man. Oh, so of fun. Them. Oh, so much fun. Well, I came across the world's first church lip sync challenge. I don't know if it's technically the world's first, but hey, they're claiming it, so I believe it. They're a church, they're not going to lie. It's a church called uh, Community Church uh, in Virginia, and they do one of our favorite songs from Mercy Me. Listen to this. Okay, yeah, I know the song. You know the song? So these guys, the whole congregation, it uh, it looks like we're a part of it. And uh, it's just so, it was, it's kind of humorous. Their whole thing was showing that Christians can have fun too. So the church is limp syncing to this song? Yeah. Oh, okay. Isn't that precious? The whole congregation are all singing away. All ages got involved. Yeah, I like this. When uh, I was watching it, there was one guy an older gentleman he just didn't look like he was enjoying it at all he stood out because everyone else is like going crazy and he was just like staring maybe he didn't like the song i don't know who could not like this song because it's so great and you know they have these big banners up in their church that say deploy joy and that's how they're doing it i love it they're doing it wow yeah and the pastor is like the main guy I mean, he's the one that kind of had, he's like the star of the thing. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that great? And he gives a little message at the end of it. At the, I mean, you watch the whole thing. At mm-hmm. the end, he's talking about how Christians are, are should be full of joy and we should have fun and blah, 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 blah. And blah. we so should deploy joy. And we should I deploy get it. joy. You get it? I do. Are they challenging other churches now? Yeah. Is that how this is going to work? Yeah. Do you go to church? Yes, I go to okay. church. <laughs> we expect something then. All right, we'll work on it. Okay. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Sometimes when dogs get excited about food, they don't drive too well and they run into things. Drive too yeah. well. Little Elvis, the, the lab. <laughs> I love that name for a dog. He's a black lab. His, uh, his name is Elvis. Well, his owner, who is uh, Paul, his name is Paul. Let's just call him Paul. He was on a way to go a little camping trip, and he had this bacon grease uh, that he was going to use to cook in, and uh, and so he was stopped by a store to get some meat. So he had this uh, bacon grease in a container, put it up on the dashboard, told uh, Elvis, you know, just sit here, I'll be right back. You know, he left the air on and stuff because you mm-hmm. know the dog needs to stay cool. So he went in, and uh, while he was in the store, Elvis just could not handle the bacon grease sitting up there so he went after it and when he was on his way up there apparently hit the little gear thing knocked it into gear no and, so the uh, car moved yeah traveled several parking places this is a truck with a, tr- with a camper on the back okay and uh ran into a car so elvis nice. had an accident <laughs> oh, he no. sure did didn't he yeah and uh well his owner kind of explained how it happened the dog hit his car. Yes, he did. <laughs> the dog hit his car. That is nuts. Okay, so nuts. the dog hit his car. The dog hit his car. His is uh, David Adams. He was the owner of the car, happened to work there. He's, he was calm about it. Uh, a cop came. He was calm about it. Didn't give any tickets or anything because it's hard to give a ticket to a dog anyway. Mm-hmm. That'd <laughs> be funny if he showed up in court to argue. So Elvis wasn't singing the blues? No, no, but he did leave the building. 